Surrendered to God's Will. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. One of the themes stirring within my heart this year has been the theme of yieldedness. And I think yieldedness is the end result of a life of submission and surrender to the Lord. Um, I view submission as um, the Holy Spirit accomplishing within us Uh, the desire to happily align our will with the will of God. I view surrender as us giving up our right to continue on doing things our way. We surrender to God's way instead of uh, maintaining our right to doing things our way. And I think the combination of surrender when it's present in our lives and submission when that is accomplished in our lives Um, leads to yieldedness. And proactive yieldedness is uh, choosing to live in such a way that every decision we make, every action we take, every word we speak, uh, we thoughtfully consider um, through submitting those things to the Father um, and surrendering any desire for uh, those things to be Um, props for our own um, uh, desires, props for our own ultimate will, um, and only done and spoken as the Father would lead us. And so um, yieldedness is a a heart that has um, the Holy Spirit at work and a heart where submission and surrender uh, are its daily diet. (laughs) And uh, again, submission being uh, the Holy Spirit accomplishing a work in us whereby uh, we happily align our will with the will of God and surrender being us giving up our right uh, to hold on to the right to do things our way. As we move on in Luke's gospel today in chapter 22, we're going to be in verses 39 through 46. And this is Jesus praying on the Mount of Olives. And this is a very pivotal night uh, on the journey toward the cross. On this night, Jesus wrestles with what he's being called to do. And he has a moment in prayer with the Father that's absolutely powerful and moving. And it um, is significant because it shows a yielded heart that even Jesus in coming to carry out the Father's will and to carry out his mission um, as the Messiah um, did so with a heart yielded to God. And uh, so today we're going to be talking about yieldedness and we're going to be talking about um, uh, surrendering our will and uh, submitting to uh, the will of God. All right, before we get into the text, let's uh, let's put ourselves in the Father's presence. Heavenly Father, we love you today, and uh, we're hungry after you today, O oh God. Um, this week, for many of us, has been a slog. It's just dragging on, and we're tired, and um, we're busy, and we haven't had a whole lot of time to think our own thoughts and to uh, really slow down and to ponder um, 
your word, Lord. And so quiet us in this moment. For some of us, Lord, um, it's been a powerful week. Uh, We've seen your hand at work and um, we feel as though we've been connecting with you. And we pray that today would help uh, continue to facilitate that connection as we spend time in your word. And for others of us, Lord, we're wondering if we ever hear from you, if you have a word for us, if there's a way that we can truly listen to your heart, um, would you break through for, for those of us today? And Father, we pray that your spirit would come alongside of your word today as teacher, that you would give us ears to hear and eyes to see the truths that can transform us in your word. And we ask all these things in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. All right, this is Luke twenty-two thirty-nine through 46. Luke says, Jesus went out as usual to the Mount of Olives, and his disciples followed him. On reaching the place, he said to them, Pray that you will not fall into temptation. He withdrew about a stone's throw beyond them, knelt down, and prayed, Father, if you are willing, take this cup from me, yet not my will, but yours be done. An angel from heaven appeared to him and strength and strengthened him, and being in anguish, he prayed more earnestly, and his sweat was like drops of blood falling to the ground. When he rose from prayer and went back to the disciples, he found them asleep, exhausted from sorrow. Why are you sleeping? He asked them. Get up and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. All right, so this is an interesting scene. Um, it's building up to the moment of Jesus' arrest. And uh, it's, in fact, in Luke's account uh, of things, this is exactly what Jesus is doing before he's arrested. He's praying. And he goes with his closest friends on this earth, his disciples, and they go to the place on the mountain um, to pray. And Jesus warns them, he says, pray that you will not fall into temptation. And so he's giving them instructions. He's saying, this is a time to connect with God, guys. This is a time to to submit your hearts to the Lord. This is a time to ask God for strength. And that's exactly what he did. Uh, We'll find out in a second what they did. And so Luke tells us that he withdrew about a stone's throw from them, let's say maybe 25 yards. And he begins praying, and he's crying out to the Lord, and his heart is pouring out this heart cry. He says, Father, if you're willing, take this cup from me, yet not my will, but yours be done. And this is the human Jesus wrestling with the mission that lies ahead. He knows what's coming for him, and he knows this death will be brutal, and he knows the weight that will be upon him, but he also knows that in the moment of his crucifixion, the father's face will be turned away from him. And he's never experienced that before. He's had perfect fellowship with God every moment, every second of his life on earth, perfect connection with God, perfect fellowship with God and the Holy Spirit. And in the moment of his crucifixion, the father's face will be turned away from him. And the anguish of the process of dying and the brutality done against his body will be painful enough And the anguish of bearing the weight of all the sins of humanity will be burdensome enough. But the thing that must be ripping his heart out will be the moment of disconnection from his father when the father's face is turned away because he can't look on sin and Jesus will be bearing the sin of us all. And I imagine that seemed a burden too 
heavy to bear. And so he cries out and he asks the Lord, he asks the Father to take this cup from him. But in the same breath, he is perfectly submitted and perfectly surrendered to the Father's will. He says, but God, not my will, yours be done. And God sent a ministering angel to him to strengthen him in that moment. What a beautiful scene. His father responds to his need in that moment. And God always responds to us in our moment of need. He always sends exactly what's needed in our moment of need. In this particular instance, he sent an angel to minister to Jesus in his need and to strengthen him. When we cry out to the Father as Jesus is doing here, God will meet our need and he will minister to us in that place in exactly the right way if we're open to allowing him to minister to us. If we're not so agenda-driven in our prayer, but if we're really crying out from the depths of our soul, God will meet us in our moment of need. And the Lord saw that he was in anguish. The Father saw that he was in anguish. Luke tells us that he was praying so earnestly that his sweat was like drops of blood falling to the ground. Can you imagine this scene? Uh, I wonder if any of the disciples, though Jesus found them sleeping, kind of had one eye open watching Jesus as he was praying. Um, But when Jesus rose from his time of prayer, Luke says that he went back to the disciples and he found them asleep. No big surprise, right? They were uh, exhausted from sorrow. They didn't understand all of these things were that was happening. And Jesus was talking in some very strange ways. And they just had this emotional night of Jesus saying interesting things to them at their Passover celebration in their sleep. And Jesus confronts them. He says, why are you sleeping? Get up and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. He's calling them to go back to the power source. He's calling them to, to uh, spend time in the Father's presence to get ready for what's coming. Because he knew what was coming. And he knew the strong temptation that would be facing them to, to, um, to run and to flee in the face of those who would say, Hey, you know Jesus. And um, he knew that it would be challenging for their faith to stand strong in the face of that. Um, and yet he calls them to go to the source. And he just modeled for them exactly what that looks like. My friends, when we're at the end of our rope, when we are uh, broken to the point where we have no strength left and we too are exhausted from sorrow, um, the words of Jesus here ring powerful and ring true. He says, pray so that you will not fall into temptation. Go to the source, cry out to the Father as, the, as Jesus did here and plead with the Father. Express your need and allow him to, to come and minister to you in precious and powerful ways um, and meet your need uh, in that moment. God calls us to draw close to him in these moments. He calls us to cry out to him. He desires for that. And yet we often fail to draw close to the one resource that we have, which is the most powerful resource uh, that we could possibly imagine having. (laughs) And we fail so often to draw from that source for the strength uh, and the power that we need for daily life. Um, And so, my friends, I want to encourage you to not give up on prayer, to not give up on going before the Father and just expressing your heart cry to Him. He is ready to listen uh, the moment that you bow your knee. 
and uh, he is waiting to minister to you, and and he knows exactly what what needs to happen, and and in light of what you're sharing with him, he knows how to respond to your needs, if you will trust him with it. All right, my friends, I hope that you have found some encouragement from these words today, and that uh, God will continue to bless your heart as you consider these things today. God bless.